Good morning, basketball world. Welcome back to episode 66 of the NBA Moneyline Podcast. I am your host. I am that guy. I am the self-proclaimed NBA picks guru, Damian Palace. And as you've probably noticed, I took a few days off, all right? During the holiday season, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's, there's crazy family members in and out the house. You're buying gifts. You're returning gifts. There's coquito. All types of shenanigans during the holiday season. Um, I, I finally got some time. I was betting, uh, but I had some time to do, you know, do my due diligence, get my research done, and give you guys a fresh new episode. I hope everybody had a good holiday season. Um, if, you, if your tradition is exchanging gifts... Um, and not the cool ones you see on Twitter, like actual physical gifts. Hope you got some good things. Hope you got some NBA jerseys. I heard the new connected jersey stuff is pretty cool. Um, hope your team gave you a win on Christmas Day, like the Lakers beat the Warriors, and that was the greatest gift I got. Actually, the best gift I got, my, my younger brother made me, he's a chef, and he made me a hot sauce. Like a big, he, he customized it, he, he like bought the rarest peppers from fucking Guatemala or something. And it was, the, it was the best hot sauce I ever tasted. So coming soon, uh, I will be selling hot sauce. I'm going into the hot sauce industry. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to create a company to sell the hot sauce. And then I'm going to use that to sponsor podcasts like this. I don't know. But sooner or later, I'm going to be selling podcasts. That's my thing. Um, right now, I'm selling picks, I guess. And there's a few games. I think there's over 10 games today. So let's get it cracking. Brooklyn plus 10 at Milwaukee, 222 on the total. The Nets looked really good last week. They're 8-2 over the last 10, really taking advantage of mediocre teams recently. They're actually slightly better on the road than they are at home, but both records aren't anything to really brag about. It's been interesting to see them juggle D'Angelo Russell and Dinwiddie, especially down the stretch. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier in previous episodes that the two really don't complement each other and they can't really be on the floor at the same time. Uh, it's just sad because they're their two best offensive players, if you ask me. Uh, but Joe Harris is playing pretty good for them. And Jared Dudley, who, the guy drives me crazy because he doesn't look like a basketball player. He looks like a Burger King employee. But um, yeah, down the stretch, it looks like the Nets go with the approach of uh, whoever's playing well will finish the game, almost like how the Lakers do with Rondo and Lonzo. Um, but both guys are really good. I really wish they could coexist in the court. The Bucks are the number one team in the East with a 24 and 10 record. They are also an impressive 15 and 3 at home. They've won two in a row and eight of the last 10. They are clearly the better team. But the question is, are they going to cover 10 points? And I'm okay with picking the Nets plus 10, believe it or not. So feel free to pick that. Um, but I'm going to lock the over tonight. Bucks average about 116 a game. The Nets have been playing really well. I'd imagine they could get to 222. Charlotte minus two at Washington, 221 on the total score. Hornets are hanging around. They started off very hot, but now it seems the record matches their skill set. They are 17 and 17, uh, but a nasty 4 and 10 on the road. Meanwhile, the Wiz have lost three of the last four, and it looks like they might be without John Wall, who's suffering from a heel injury. Yeah, they're going to need John Wall. The Hornets are really bad in the road, but there's no way they lose to a team, a Wizards team, without John Wall. No way. So take the Hornets minus two. Then we have the Rockets minus three at New Orleans, 227 on the total score. Somehow the Rockets have come alive without Chris Paul, nonetheless. They've won three in a row, uh, four of the last five, and eight of the last ten during the spree. James Harden, of course, with the helps of the referees, he's been going off. He's been scoring at a very high pace, and while Harden's, of course, going to get the credit and the highlights, if you watch these games, it's really P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon that are the, they're hustling. It's looked like they're fighting. Like, if you watch Eric Gordon, man, he is fighting to, like, for these guys to stay in the game. 
normally known as a, a as a good shooter, especially from long range. He has a nice little one dribble pull up, but he's getting to the basket. He's drawing fouls. He's dishing the ball. Shout out to those two guys and PJ Tucker, of course, bringing the heat on the feet every night on the court. Uh, the Pels are really disappointing. Granted, they're a little banged up. They've lost four of their last five. I'd imagine if they were fully healthy, they'd be on top or a top team in the West. But that's not the case, and we don't do what-ifs. Uh, really hard for me to pick this one, but I'll take the Pels plus three, and I will lock the over tonight, 227 there. I think we get a lot of scoring. Cleveland plus five. Adelaide at 218 on the total score. The Cavs have lost five in a row. They don't have anything special there, really, outside of Larry Nance. Maybe maybe Sexton, maybe. Uh, they barely reach 100 points nightly. And I truly see them as the worst team in the NBA. The Hawks, however, have found some type of light. They're, they had an overtime win against the Wolves last night. And they've also won four of their last five. This will be a snoozer, but I'm going to take the Hawks' money line tonight. New York plus 13 at Utah, 214.5 in the total. Knicks aren't too hot right now. They've lost, uh, I think they lost like five in a row. I think they lost six in a row and nine out of the last ten. They're slowly becoming the favorites for the Zion Williamson lottery. Uh, I think Ennis Cancer's too busy trying to be a tough guy rather than a tough defender. And they got a lot that they need to work on over there. The Jazz have been on the rise. Uh, ever since they got Kyle Korver, I guess the morale of, of the city and state of the team has gone up. They're trying their hardest to fight to be 500 team. Uh, they won three of the last five. And if you've watched it, they, they're actually playing pretty good. Joe Inglis, uh, Ingles, I always call him Ingles because I'm Hispanic. And yeah, uh, Ingles is, is in rhythm. And I'm sure if it wasn't for the injuries, uh, they'd they be clicking right now. Knicks are struggling on offense without Tim Hardaway Jr. there. Um, the young guys are inconsistent. And I think the Jazz, when they get back to the original identity, which is defense. So I think tonight provides a great opportunity for them to work on that. I am taking the under of 215. Boston minus two and a half at Memphis, 201 on the score. Uncle Drew, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, is looking like he is in playoff form. He's got his mojo back, and it's really fun to watch because no one can guard the dude. However, the Celtics are only 6-4 and four in the last 10 games, which is better than what the Grizzlies have been doing, although the Grizzlies have won two in a row. They dropped seven of the last 10. They don't seem to have scoring. They really need to compete in this day and age in the NBA. If this was like 2004, they'd be up there with like the Pistons and stuff, but it's not 2004. That's 14 years ago, you old farts. Um, I am really tired of seeing Marcus Soul shoot that flat-ass three-pointer from the top of the key. Uh, the dude is a grizzly bear himself. He needs to operate 12 feet and below. I'm sure he'll hit some 15-footers. But there's really no need for him to be jacking that three-ball up there because he's a great offensive rebounder. Um, I think you work the offense through him and keep the motion, especially through the weak side, and see if he can kick it out to you. I'm going to have to take the Celtics. I think they'll be able to get over 100 points tonight, and I don't see anyone really stopping Kyrie Irving. The Grizz have some great uh, great perimeter defenders, but Kyrie is Kyrie. Take Boston minus two. Denver minus four and a half at Phoenix, 215 in total score. The Nuggets are banged up. It's been a couple of weeks there where I thought Barton was going to come back from hip injury. It has not, and it might be a couple more weeks. Harris and Millsap being out really hurts them in almost every aspect. And they're still a good team, but I don't know if they could compete on the road with all those injuries. Suns are improving. They split their last 10 games, which is pretty good for the worst team in the West. They have a few young guys that have a lot of potential, but really are inconsistent. Uh, not very, not contributing much uh, day in and day out. Denver is 8-8 eight and eight on the road. They're up. I'm going to take the Suns plus 5. Crazy. But I'm doing it. I've noticed the games that the that the Suns have, like, beat the spread normally happens at home. So that's a real uh, 
reasoning for that pick. Golden State minus four at Portland, 224.5. And the total Warriors seem to be in gear four right now. They haven't really turned it to the max yet, but I'm sure they will soon. They've lost two in a row, including, including a loss to their Blazers in the last game, in which they were in Golden State. They're going to have to win a difficult game uh, at the Motor Center, which is historically, well, it wasn't always the Motor Center, but Portland's a tough place to win. Blazers are middle of the pack team. Been up and down all year. They definitely have the roster to compete, but they just haven't figured it out. Really hard to call. I'm sure the Warriors will most likely win, but how much is the real question? It's very rare that they lose three in a row. So I'm going to take them. Uh, actually, you can take them as a money line on one of your parlays. I'm going to take the over tonight. I see that being one of the easiest picks uh, on the entire list. Spurs plus three and a half at Clippers are going to play at the Staples Center. 226.5 in the total score. Spurs looking like they found their mojo. Uh, they have the guard Forbes. Uh, he seems to be a nice piece, a nice addition, nice complement to the two stars and Aldridge and DeRozan. They've been able to get uh, above 500 by going 7-3 in their last 10 games. They've really gotten it done on defense. It's rare to see a team score over 110 against them, let alone 100. Clippers coming off a nice win against the Lakers. It looked as the Lakers were in control, but about midway through the third quarter, it became the Clippers show. I think they went on a 20-0 run or a 20-1 run that really sealed the deal midway through the fourth. Um, before that, they were really struggling both defensively and offensively. Uh, they, looks like they've gotten their defense somewhat down and shaken off some of the offensive woes thanks to Lou Williams. I'd like to believe they're back to their winning ways, but the Spurs defense will be a great test for them. The Clips spent a lot of energy last night. Both teams played last night, but the Clips spent a lot of energy. I'd imagine they're a step slower, and that works perfect for, I want to say rested, but they're not as exerted Spurs team. So grab the under 227 right there. Uh, no FanDuel tonight. I'm actually thinking about going to DraftKings. I don't know. Everybody I talk to, they don't like the FanDuel platform. And I'm not sure if that's a popular segment on this show. So I'll be looking into that. And we're going to see what we're going to do from there. Other than that, though, good luck on all your bets. My name is Damian Palace. This is the NBA Moneyline Podcast. You can reach out on Twitter at NBA Moneyline. Hit us up on the Facebook fan page, which is growing. We're almost at uh, 1,000 likes there. And we've been doing this for a couple months, if that. Yeah, it's been a couple months, kind of. Um, that is NBA Moneyline Podcast. Website still under construction. We're going to work on all this. It's going to get down. It's going to get crazy. Good luck on all your bets. Again, remember, basketball never stops.